0: Today, on the Word of Truth Revealed, I want to encourage you while at home, you need to activate your prayer life. The whole family needs to pray. I'm not saying all day long, but pull everybody together and say a prayer, and you're going to pray for a specific thing that the church would be released. We are the light of the world. We're not supposed to stay on the ground forever. We're supposed to be on the hill that sits on the hill that cannot be hidden. The enemy has us going on the ground for a season, but we're not staying there.
1: Welcome to The Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merton L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's word within the framework of their environment. Acts the 12th chapter verses one through five is the background scripture Bishop Clark uses for part one of the message, Underground Church.
0: After the wake of the COVID, COVID-19, the coronavirus, the world is in an uproar. And so what, what do we do? What do we say? What is our strategic plan of action? Here's another one. What if? (laughs) Like, what if I get it? What if something tragic happens in my house? Questions and fear can never be in the same house or in the same heart. Multiple questions and fear. That combination of of questioning everything and being afraid creates a climate of disease or dis-ease. And so we can't allow fear and questions to cohabit. We need to stick with God, keep our eyes on the Lord. We're never motivated motivated by the spirit of fear. He has not given us that spirit, yet at the same time fear, fear, listen to this, fear can be useful. Because what fear does is causes you to come out of a stupor to at least protect yourself. And God has given you the, uh, an ability to fear, but he has not given you that spirit of fear. And that is chronic phobias. To walk around uh, trying to come up. And a lot of people, I heard Bishop McLaughlin say this, are trying to speak for God. They have a philosophy. They haven't read one book from one page from the beginning to the end, but they got a philosophy about everything. Don't listen to these people. Everybody's not speaking for God everybody's not speaking for God. And the scriptures that we quote a lot of times, I'm showing you here to say, this will not come nighly. Well, something happened here in Acts chapter 12 to a man of God who was in the house of God. The enemy is stretching forth his hands to affect the church. And what we need to be doing is understanding that we're not just gonna hide behind our little scriptures right now. What we need to do is really bind together because it is, it is in the unity of the spirit and the unity of the church that we gain strength. Amen. So watch these naysayers. People are using their platforms to speak for God, uh, but everybody's not speaking for God. What we need to do now is make sure there are authentic voices in our lives and hear the word from those voices. There are many voices and all of them have some type of significance, but there's a word, there's a voice, a word from the Lord that we need to really catch. and We need to make sure we're connected with and God will use it to navigate us through these times. Certainly I'm not saying that I have anything relating to God, like I am God. What I am saying is that I believe I hear from the Lord and I believe that as I go through the scriptures during this time and as we come together, even if we have to go on the ground, we can stay connected. So there is a prophetic word. There is a strategic plan of action uh, to the what ifs and the questions, glory to God, that we have. Make sure you kick fear out. Make sure you keep fear at bay. Though it is around us, it cannot become our teacher. Uh, When we uh, decided on last weekend to uh, postpone, we used the word reschedule. They may seem similar to each other, but we chose to message this by saying reschedule because we want people to know that this is, postponement sometimes has Um, a flavor with it that says, well, maybe we don't know when we'll do this again. To say we're rescheduling is a little bit more mild as it relates to a major, uh, a major uh, feast like the City Fest. And so, again, we want to use the right messaging. And so if I lay out something, I'm asking leaders to try to flow with me, to try to flow with me because the messaging needs to be the same. One of the things that's about to be tested in the church is our messaging. Well, one person has one thing they're saying, another person has another thing. Let me tell you about this time right now. Whatever you hear from God, from the pulpit, then echo it and not try to come up with your own philosophy about anything. And if there's a debate, let's do it in the confines of leadership. Amen. Everybody don't speak for me and everybody can't speak for me. And so if you're not a part of a life group or a part of whatever, you calling people together is not going to work. What we need to do is make sure that there are authentic people and authentic voices that are connected. And when you get with those people, we need to speak the same thing. So there is a prophetic word from the Lord. Thank you, God. First, write it down. The threat is real. There are people who are, I heard somebody from Miami saying today that he doesn't know if this stuff is real or not. He thinks they want to give everybody a vaccine and wipe out generations. Well, it is real, science is there, uh, the scientists are saying it, the, the, the people who study these type things are, are involved, and there's no way you can push something like this, a global situation, and, and somehow or another it's fabricated. And none of us know what time it is when the experts are saying it is real. It is a real threat. So get that in your heart and in your soul. King Herod in our text is a type of coronas. Uh, I want you to see he's a type of virus that reached out and touched one of the leading figures in the fragile early church. Let's look at it again, verse 1, in that it was about this time that King Herod arrested, he stretched forth his hand and arrested some who belonged to the church. And look at the word, he intended to persecute them. This was not an accident. He made a decision in his boardroom that he was going to attack the church. And this virus has made a decision in the boardroom of hell to come against the people of God. To come against anybody that's got any faith. Anybody that loved the Lord, this virus says we're going to attack you, especially the household of God. Especially elderly women and especially elderly men. And he's going to use young people to carry the virus. In other words, you're the Trojan horse. We got to let you in the house, but if you're rebellious and going to do what you do, you'll bring this, this ease right in the home. The Trojan horse, if you know anything about Troy, you understand Troy was destroyed from the inside out. The Spartans, I believe it was the Spartans, the Spartans uh, decided to fool Troy. They couldn't penetrate their walls. The walls were too secure. So what the Spartans did is says we're going to create a God that they will receive. They would receive receive a big horse made out of wood and then we're going to climb in it. We're going to put our best warriors inside of it because they're so religious. Their king was so religious. What does the gods say? What does the gods say? What does the gods say? What does the rap artist say? What does the idol worshippers say about this? What does the favorite voice I have say about this? No word from the Lord though. No scripture, no context, just a whole lot of voices. Because the king was so open to what people say and what the gods say. When he went out there and saw this Trojan horse outside the gate, the scripture says he received it, not knowing that soldiers were on the inside of it. He brings it in, and at night the soldiers climb out, and from the inside out, they were able to take out a few of the guards, open up the gate, and allow their armies to come in, not through the wall. But through the very strength of the city, their gates, their authority was taken over just like that. And we need to make sure that we never become a Trojan horse to the people in our community. You can't carry a virus or an attitude or an issue into a sanitized area and not think you can can pollute it or hurt it. And that's why all of us need to hear the word of the lord glory to god all of us need to come under compliance to the will of god though the virus is attacking us sanctifying yourself washing your oh my god washing your hands making sure that you measure how you function and flow will stop it from spreading and so the next time the enemy tells you that sanctification don't work he's showing you real time that sanctification works all the time. Can the church say amen? amen? And the Bible says he had James. He stretched. He intended to uh, persecute the church. This is not uh, to just speak negative negatively of the church. This is a strategic plan to persecute the people of God. The church. I don't have time to dig into it. I have a lot to cover today. But that persecution is real. And I believe there's a persecution uh, to our citizens. A persecution of our elderly. A persecution of our kids, even now. <clears throat> Children over in Italy are dying at rapid numbers. Maybe they were vaping before this thing came out. But but for some reason the lungs are, are starting to be attacked. The, so here the enemy, he sends out vaping one year. Everybody starts doing it because he knows he has a plan. It's a strategic plan in 2020 when all visions should be clear because we vaped in the last uh, uh, era. Now the lungs are weak and here comes the the Trojan horse, my God, to attack our young people. And even though they're a little self-centered, we don't want them to die either glory to god we want them to be saved but young people in italy are falling by leaps and bounds and we need to come together as a group because in america whatever you see in italy you're going to see it sprout in america because we're even more liberal in america amen and so it's all about freedom it's all about freedom i was watching uh in 2016 i believe or 2018 when, um, uh, when, there, when there was a shooting down south, and I think it, Marco Rubio was talking to having a, a, a town hall, and a young 16-year-old started dressing the, the senator. Everybody was talking about, yeah, this, uh, look at that young man attacking the senator. And I said, you all, man, I know we got freedom of speech, but there's no respect for authority. And when a child leads you, it means you're being judged. And if an immature leader steps up and not ever leading people, it means God's judgment is on the land. And we need to start seeing things through the lenses of the scripture. Immaturity can't lead us. A child can't lead us. Read the book of Isaiah and you'll see Isaiah 1 and 2 and 3. And you'll see when leaders are leading us, it means when we're listening to children and what they say. And they're giving us direction. It means the judgment of God. When we listen to adults that can't handle anything, they're standing they're like a child in the heart. You start seeing the judgment of God. That's why we need strong leaders who know what time it is and not wearing their feelings on their shoulders right now, especially in the church of Jesus Christ. Amen. So he had James, the brother of John, put to death. I don't know if you remember this, but the sons of Zebedee asked Jesus, could they sit on their mother, say, can we sit on your right side and on your left side? Jesus said, you don't even know what you're asking. You want authority, but you don't know what you're asking for. I tell you what, can you drink, he said of the cup that i drink from are you willing to die that's basically what he was saying and here you see here you see one of them got the request because when herod stretched forth to persecute the first thing he does is grab the brother of john glory to god james the brother of john and then he put him to death himself with the sword he stuck a sword through his gut and he, when he saw that it pleased the Jews, uh, when he saw that it pleased them, they began to shout, yeah, more like gladiators. Yeah, give us more blood. Then he went after Peter, the pillar of the church as well. Glory to God. This thing wants to take out leadership and take out folk who are standing in pulpits and pontiffs who are preaching the gospel on, an, uh, on a daily basis, a weekly basis, and take out the wisdom of our society. Look at what it's attacking. It's attacking the wisdom, the gray-haired. And if you take the wisdom out, what do you have in a year? It's the grandmothers that's raising babies anyway. Everybody else is partying. What do we have if you take out the wisdom? Where are the elders? This thing is attacking. So I see the enemy of uh, Corona and I also see the friend of Corona. The friend of Corona. Glory to God. is separation. The friend of Corona is not only separation. The friend of Corona is division. The friend of Corona is arrogance that says we don't need leadership. We We don't need mothers and fathers who are over 60 and 70. That's the friend of Corona. The enemy of Corona is unity. Communication. Connectedness. Sanctification. Wash your hands keep yourself right you don't need to be gathering i mean you 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 don't need to be gathering right now not in big groups and if you need to stay home you can stay home because i'm talking directly to you over the next several weeks we're going to be preaching right to that camera hear the word of the lord it's okay we're going to come out of this glory to god but right now the church needs to go subterranean And when we come out, glory to God, when we come out, it's like Jesus coming out. There's going to be a power of the resurrection in the church. You're going to see it grow even bigger and better after this is over. But right now, he died and then he was buried. We need to go in the ground. The underground church. Hallelujah. Look what they did to Peter when they grabbed Peter. They they grabbed Peter, glory to God, seized him. Scripture says it happened at the Feast of Unleavened Bread. In other words, a time when we should be celebrating. We're trying to get ready for our Kingdom Life Conference. Here comes Corona. Kids are trying to graduate. They worked for 12 years and graduation snatched from them. People have been working for years. People working on deals and all of a sudden, you can't do it. Things are shutting down. Stock market plummeting. Amen. Things are happening all around the world. People want to go on cruises. They've been working for this. Spring break right here. We got a lockdown. This season and this time should be a, a fest, uh, a full of festivity, but instead of that, here comes Herod or Corona. Look at verse 4, after arresting him, he put him in prison. He wasn't just comfortable with putting him in prison, but he handed him over to to be guarded while in prison by four squads uh, of four soldiers each. So he's in the dungeons, locked away. He's in the dungeons. And we need to understand uh, what this represents. The church is being sieged. Glory to God. It doesn't mean we're powerless because we have some constraints on us. It doesn't mean the word of God isn't rich because we can't do and maneuver like we want. It doesn't mean that God has forsaken us because we have to do things differently. He prepared us for this. For you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and a special people. That means he prepared us for this. Years ago, he told us, you can't just have church the way you have in church. I need you to do some things differently. There's something coming down the pike. I need you to start elevating internet i want you to start elevating you need to invest in this now yes Yes, lord glory to god and when we do what god is calling us to do then we can rejoice now because even though the church has to go underground for a season god still has a way of ministering to his people god still has a way of making sure we stay connected and we will be connected glory to god after arresting him he put him in prison hooked him up with four squads of four soldiers each that means he had somebody watching him all the time and though herod has eyes on every community though corona is trying to invade every community i'm here to give you a word from the lord the eyes of the lord run to and fro we're not worried about what corona is trying to do god's eyes is running to and fro in the earth the enemy walks in the earth but god's eyes run Glory to God. Where is Satan? He's walking through the earth, crawling through the earth, seeking whom he may devour. But the eyes of the Lord runs in the earth. Zoom, zoom. He's already ahead of the enemy. He knows what we need to do and he will take care of his people. Come on, let's give God a praise right now for taking care of his people. He's running for you. He's running for you. The Bible said Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after easter so look at we're getting ready for easter one of the greatest times in the christian faith and we on lockdown <laughs> my god don't worry about it don't fret we know in whom we believe hallelujah my question is whose reporter are you going to believe Glory to God. We're going to believe the report of the Lord. His report say I am healed. His report say I am free. His report says victory. (laughs) So don't look at your circumstance. Fear will superimpose itself over faith. But faith is designed to superimpose itself over its reverse, which is fear. So let's have faith in God thank you lord god thank you jesus The bible says so peter was kept in prison church on lockdown but that part of the church that was able to go underground was earnestly praying look at that verse five was earnestly praying to god for him and so we already know that the church needs to be activated in several things i want to encourage you while at home You need to activate your prayer life. The whole family needs to pray. I'm not saying all day long, but pull everybody together and say a prayer. And you're going to pray for specific things that the church would be released. We are the light of the world. We're not supposed to stay on the ground forever. We are supposed to be on the hill that sits, on the hill that cannot be hidden. The enemy has us going on the ground for a season, but we're not staying there. Thank you, Lord. There's a prophetic word from the Lord. Uh, And so we see that the the threat is real. Look at the timing. The enemy's timing is so strategic. Because as we look in in, uh, Acts chapter 12, we see also in the 21st century, in the month of March, lockdown. The enemy doesn't want us to celebrate the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the feast of our 25th year. Uh, Let's look at Resurrection Day, Easter. Uh, He wants to persecute Peter right after. That means he don't want you to celebrate the resurrection of the Lord. But we're going to celebrate anyway. Glory to God. Glory to God. Right after Easter, before graduations, before spring break, here comes this this ease. So the church went underground. Please write it down. Peter's in the quadrant, locked up. The church must go underground sometimes. But the church has never ever stopped growing just because it went underground. This is through history, through the world wars, the church had to go underground. Uh, in Acts chapter 10, uh, the church, the Acts chapter 12, the church is persecuted. Still grow, still grew all around the world. Glory to God. The church is gonna grow well underground. You know why? Because Jesus is going underground with us. Glory to God. He did it before, he's gonna do it again. COVID-19 is wrecking havoc all around the world. Uh, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, Headline News, Bloomberg are all consistent in this one thing and that is that this global pandemic is wrecking havoc all around the world. Over 150 countries affected by this thing and it has affected the church, it has affected the way we gather, the way we worship. I believe personally that it is an opportunity for all of us to begin to think out of the box. we don't have church, we are the church. And we're the church whether we're underground, whether we have to stay at home for a while, or whether we gather in facilities. Right now, it is pertinent to stay at home, to stay connected, to stay safe. As we do that, let us think about the passion of the Christ. This is Holy Week. And in Holy Week we want to think about His passion, His love for His people because He came from heaven to earth to show us the way. Jesus came from the earth to the cross, our debt to pay from the cross to the grave. And from the grave to the sky we lift His name, the name of Jesus on high. Though we may not be able to gather together as we are accustomed to do, let us use our dinner tables, let us use candlelight if necessary pull the family together love on each other and let's observe Holy Week and Easter Sunday will be the greatest Sunday the greatest Easter Sunday ever because the real meaning of Easter is not about eggs and bunnies it is about homes it about it's about hearts it's about God's people it's about your family he died and was resurrected for each and every one of us even on the first Easter the first Resurrection Day. Not many people were at the tomb, only a few. And So as we gather this year, let us make sure that we're not looking toward numbers. Let's look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Happy Easter, happy Resurrection Day. And I'll praise you in this storm, and I'll-
1: If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth at truthrevealed.org. For a small donation of $5 for CDs and $12 for DVDs, you can obtain a physical copy of today's message for your personal library, or you can log on to our website and download the MP3 version. For your physical copy of today's message, when you write or email us, use reference number 1820. That's reference number 1820. To find out what's going on with Trim Nation, Connect with us on social media by logging into Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or visit us at our website at truthrevealed.org. And now, here are Bishop Clark's final thoughts.
0: It's very important during times like this that communication um, is heralded. It's, it becomes important at times like this to constantly communicate. As believers, uh, fear and crisis should not cohabit, they should not live in the same house, and so. We are in a crisis, but don't allow fear to overtake you. We need a practical, pastoral, and tactical instruction. Pastoral and tactical. When I talk about tactical, I'm saying we need a plan. We need a plan, a tactical plan in case something happens. Pastoral, we love you. We're going to teach the Word of God. Uh, This two-pronged approach, tactical and pastoral, is important.